Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. If you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. If you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Find us on Twitter, that's at fansworking. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast and for any ideas that you might have. That's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82designs, 482designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82designs, at F-O-U-R, 82designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. All right, everybody. It's the Combat Cast with Dave and Chevy. And today, we're going to do a little segment called Dave and Chevy Play Matchmaker, starting with the female weight classes. Just a fun way just to pick some fights, some super fights, some just regular fights we think that might be fun. And who we think might win and how it'll go down. Chevy, how we doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick off. I don't know. You pick some fights, too. I'll just, we'll see what we got. Maybe we have the same fights here, so we'll see. First fight I got, well, 
Okay, so starting off with the strawweight division, I got the karate hottie, Michelle Watterson versus Mackenzie Dern. I think at this point, you still got to favor the karate hottie, but I feel like Dern is on the way up, and the karate hottie might be on the way down. You know, she's a great fighter, but I just feel like that's the career trajectories I'm seeing because Michelle's been in so many fights, and Dern is obviously gaining experience. But right now, I think if you put those two up, I would probably edge it to Michelle Watterson and maybe have her pick a decision. What do you think? I think I'd go with Dern on that mm. because Dern has a hard time making the weight. She's big for the weight class. And Karate Hottie, I think, was an Invicta, the Adam weight champion. So she's she smaller. Mm-hmm. So in a in a grappling exchange, I favor the heavy grappler and, and the heavier fighter. So I think if she got her hands on her, she, she takes her down and probably chokes her out pretty quick. But in a stand-up fight, Michelle's definitely more technical. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, too. I was going to say, if you do go Dern, I'm going to go with a submission. Did you have a different fight for this weight class? Yeah, I'd like to see Joanna versus Zhang Wei Li again, because obviously that mm. first fight was so amazing, but it was so close. I, I think that I'd like to see that one again, and it, it could have been a draw, you know, and it could be a draw again. I could watch that fight every weekend, really. Yeah. Who, you, who do you got on that one? I would go Whaley. I think, again, a little similar. Like, I think she's on the way up. The Jacek, I think, has been in so many battles. But Jacek took some time off recently, so you never know when they see him get back together in there. True. But like you, it's almost stylistically, it's such an evenly matched, superb fight. Really, anybody's guess what would happen. But I would favor Whaley. Jumping up to our next division here, women's flyweight. I decided since Valentina... Is so dominant. I went with Amanda Nunes as her possible opponent here because I think that that's the only fight you can really make <laughs> for Valentina. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they fought before, but I say if you, well, let's just say we did it at flyweight. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> um, but I would favor Valentina. I think Valentina may even be able to get it done at bantamweight. I think there's no way. She, that, that's one of the great things about this fight. Because it really shows like the difference of weight classes too. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way I see Valentina beating a man at featherweight, which she's, you know, full grown, can do whatever she wants, you know. But at, you know, Bantamweight, if they did it there, I think Valentina's got a shot. I'd probably favor Nunez still because, you know, again, nobody at flyweight, I think, has taken out Valentina. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent with that. I don't nobody is gonna beat her at that weight class anytime soon. If they do, it'll be some freak thing where they catch her in something, but I don't think Amanda's ever gonna make one twenty five. So no. I, unfortunately if we see that fight, it's gonna be at a weight class where it's Valentina's at a disadvantage. I had for the women's flyweight, I, I wanna see Jojo Calderwood versus Jessica Andrade. The second mm. time, I think I just like both of them. I think stylistically, the you know pressure grappler versus you know the technical counter striker is a great stylistic matchup. I'm gonna go. I'll pick in draws if that that does happen again too. I do think the power will be the big difference. Maybe mm-hmm. draws. She definitely has the advantage on the ground too. Game changing power too. Yeah. All right, women's bantamweight. I'm gonna actually just for fun. I'm gonna pick a fight that's coming up that got postponed. Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena. I think Pena does provide interesting matchups for Nunez in the sense she is a good grappler. However, we know Nunez is awesome on the ground with her jiu-jitsu, and Nunez does have that power. So as we get ready for that fight, I'm going to be favoring Nunez ultimately anyway. But <laughs> hey, under the right circumstances, you never know. Pena could make it interesting. But <laughs> I, I also might be... Giving her too much credit, maybe. I don't know. But I, at the end of the day, I think Nunes is going to get that done. I think Nunes smashes her mm. easily. 
and brutally. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she does. Bantamweight, I want to see a rematch, but this fight happened at Featherweight. I don't want to see Holly Holm versus Durand May too. Mm. So obviously that fight the first time was for the, you know, first Featherweight title. It was a very close fight. You know, Durand May had some cheap shots and, you know, I wanted Holly Holm to win that. I thought she could have won it even with the Cheap shots they they should have probably taken points for because it happened more than once. But stylistically, it's a good matchup. Both good strikers. I'd like to see that again at Bantamweight. Yeah, and I think Holm might enter out this time. I really do. I thought Holm was close enough last time, and Holm seems to, a lot of times, with the exception of Nunes, you know, I can't remember if that was a rematch or not, but basically, yeah, a lot of fights that are rematches, Holm seems to do a little better. In, it seems I'd so. also like to see Misha Tate, you know, at, depending on her, you know, her next fight, if she can do well in her next fight back, maybe she gets a shot at Amanda Nunes because they, they had a pretty good fight. So. Yeah, and Tate's somebody who learns and keep, you know when we see mm-hmm. the history. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the flyweight men's division. Oh, we're uh, skipping over women's featherweight? Yeah, <laughs> I did not pick a featherweight. Sorry, I, didn't, featherweight. I didn't pick any either. There no. are no fighters. There's no <laughs> <Yeah>. fighters. <laughs> Absolutely not. Brandon Moreno, the champ, possibly fighting Cody No Love. It's been talked about. Man, I like Cody. I think he's great. However, Brandon has been so tenacious at this weight class, and he just looks so good winning that title. I mean, he continues to improve. Unless Cody catches him, I favor Brandon. I just favor somebody with the experience of this weight class, and I think people need to start putting a little more emphasis on the fact that these guys that fight at that weight class fight for a reason. There's a reason when it comes to making weight. He's experienced at doing this, and yeah, man, I got Brandon Moran all day. Yeah, I agree. That's a fight I'd like to see if it happens. I don't know. But if Brennan looks the way he did against Figueredo in that second fight, he could beat anyone. He was world class. For my fights, I had, I'm not the biggest Cejudo fan as his, you know, triple C gimmick, but his fighting style and, you know, ability is mm. is amazing. So I have him versus basically anyone in the division, but, you know, Figueredo would be a good matchup for maybe him to come yeah. back. Obviously, Moreno, if he comes back, he probably gets a, an immediate title shot since, you know, he relinquished the belt when he retired. But right. um, thinking back to those two fights he had against DJ, I'd like to see them run it back again because he got dismantled in the first one, learned from it, came back, had a close second fight and won on, you know, some bullshit takedowns where he didn't do any damage, in my opinion. So, <laughs> I, and then DJ was gone after that. So I'd like to see that fight happen again, you know, mm. and in a dream matchup, obviously that's probably not happening, but. Yeah, I like, I actually like the Cejudo Brandon Moreno matchup too. That would be fun to see. Yeah, there'd be um, a lot of crazy scrambles, good, you know, fast striking. Yeah, I think he'd be a more interesting matchup than Cody even because mm-hmm. he is such a difficult challenger at the end of the day because of that wrestling. But, man, I don't know. Again, if Moreno looks as good as he looked the last time, I think he's the best featherweight, uh, excuse me, best uh, flyweight in the world right now. That being said, yeah, let's go to Bantamweight next. A couple guys who are right on the outside, one coming off a loss, one coming off a win, Corey Sanhagen and Rob Font. You know, just a contenders matchup here. I think if these two fight, I think you're talking about two guys on the cusp of a title shot. Font continues to impress me. Every fight, he gets better and better. That being said, I feel like Sanhagen just has a little bit more in the toolbox. And I think that 
his fight with Dillashaw, even in a loss, super impressive. And at times, even though I did thought TJ won the fight, I thought, you know, Sanhagen was like right there and could have finished him possibly at different points too. So this would be a banger. I'm going to lean towards Sanhagen if it happens. Yeah, I agree. I think with Rob Font's boxing being as amazing as it is, he leans on that. And, and although he has great footwork, it's not as good as TJ's, I don't think. And he would get caught with one of those flying knees or some other explosive something that Sandy Hayden can throw at him. If it goes later on into the fight, I think I would start, if assuming it's a five round fight, I'd lead towards Rob Font because mm-hmm. yeah, he has a good gas tank also. So what do you got for this weight class? So I have, I'd like to see TJ versus Aldo, which we had recently yes. talked about. Uh, the more I thought about it, the more I think stylistically that matchup is really good. And, mm-hmm. and I want to see it. And I think we will see it at some point, hopefully, you know, before all those starts getting too old <laughs> or TJ that I think they're about the same age. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. How, I, also, I also have, I want to see Dominic Cruz versus sugar Sean, which we, we talked about recently too. Mm-hmm. I want to see that footwork versus the, versus the length and reach of sugar Sean. Yeah. Kind of the young lion too, trying to mm-hmm. like emulate that style a little bit. Yeah. I'd be interested. I think at this point in their careers, I would lean towards Cruz still. But that's another again where, you know, Cruz has been around for the sport for a long time. And Sean O'Malley, despite people not liking him, he's just going to continue to improve, I think. And he'll for be, sure. Yeah, something to deal with down the road. All right, featherweight, a fight that we know is, I believe, coming up at some point. Yair Rodriguez versus Max Holloway. Man, I think that is just going to be a barn burner of a striking fight. We both love Yair. Yair is constantly improving. Problem is, so is Max Holloway. Yep. Max Holloway is just like, Yair was ahead of him already because of his experience, but Max just keeps, keeps improving. Unless something happens to Max that's going to slow him down that we don't see coming, I think this guy is the most dangerous guy, even without the title at featherweight. So I'm always going to probably favor him right now. Lovely Ayer makes an interesting matchup. I think it'd be a fun fight, but I'd favor Holloway. I agree. So Max is good, is good everywhere, but his boxing, you know, is amazing. So, and also he's never been knocked down. Mm-hmm. ever so he's not going to get caught in any submissions or anything like that from yeah year maybe he says you know spinning wheel kick or something hurts him but he hasn't been knocked down that year has broke mentally although he you know he's proved to be mentally strong also but i think max is gonna put it on him showboat a little bit embarrassing maybe good fight but i think maybe max tko or decision yeah and in my list i put max versus anyone i'd watch him fight <laughs> literally anyone and he'll make it exciting he's he's great but a couple specific ones i'd like to see him versus korean zombie mm. uh, with korean zombies pressure and chin you know he's gonna walk into max's punches but max isn't you know he's a an accumulation fighter so be a long war and Zombie might, you know, catch him with something, drag him down, you know, make it a dirty fight. And obviously, I'd like to see Max versus Connor too. I'd like to see the rematch mm. after, you know, the vast improvement from Max and Connor's seemingly, you know, inevitable decline. It'll be interesting seeing Connor at featherweight too. Yeah. That was like the last, you know, he, he was very dominant there, and then he didn't start mm-hmm. having struggles until he went up. Yeah. All right, lightweight. Speaking of Connor, lightweight. I actually, uh, I have Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. Fight and talks already. 
I think it's a great fight. I look forward to this one. I am going to say it's really a pick 'em, but I'm leaning towards Gaethje right now. I just feel like he's just been in there with the best of the best. And although Chandler had a great fight with Charles O'Leary, you know, he got he caught Hooker early. And I do think Chandler is one of the best in the world. But, man, I just feel like Gaethje just having those wars with Poirier, the world wars earlier with Alvarez and everybody. I just feel like he's – and his display he put on Tony Ferguson before anyone else did that to Tony Ferguson, really. I just feel like Gaethje's – I don't know. I lean towards him. I think he'll get it done. I think the later the fight goes – she gets it done yeah i agree pretty much 100 percent. yeah they're fairly similar fighters you know uh, chandler uses his wrestling a little bit more offensively has a little bit better you know lateral movement but he's powerful and, and he can wrestle just like gaichi i think like you said though gaichi probably walks him down and finishes him hurts him and finishes him i have a co- have a couple fights so i wanted to see khabib versus gsp and mm. like you know that that'd be a dream matchup obviously it's hard to tell it'd be a pick em fight too probably but yeah I probably one of the only people i could see getting it done against khabib i'd lean towards a beeb though just because of the weight class yeah <laughs> i think yeah lightweight that's a beef's division yeah and obviously the the famous matchup that never happened would be tony versus khabib you know maybe mm. a vintage tony if he could, you know, work things from the ground, you know, do submissions. But I, I would give that to Khabib as well. Yeah, no, no. Khabib definitely made a believer out of me, especially in his last several fights. Like, I was already convinced the guy was great, but I always kept looking for someone to possibly upset him and knock him off. And I'm like, no, nah, this guy's just unbelievable. So, How about I mean, that? Uh, what do you got? Who do you got? I was going to say, uh, so ironically, my next welterweight fight, was Habib, well, two of them. I have, I think one of them was Habib going up to welterweight to fight Usman, and the other one was GSP versus Usman, mm-hmm. because I think uh, Usman is so dominant right now. He keeps getting better and better and better. One, I think he would beat GSP right now. I don't think GSP has the stand-up as good. You know, he's good with the strikes, but I think Usman's just looking so great, and he's starting to show that power now, too, which mm-hmm. is scary, because he was already a superb wrestler. And the pace he puts on, I don't think GSP at this point is going to keep up. Habib? Is an interesting one because we've never seen Habib at welterweight. But I'm going to lean towards Usman if this fight ever takes place just because we haven't seen Habib at welterweight. And we don't know if he'd be able to throw around Usman like he would other people. And I'm going to say maybe not because Usman's big, he's strong, and he's got that nasty wrestling as well. I'd like to know what both guys walk around at because I'm pretty sure I've heard that Habib was walking around at like 190. So, Mm. you know, cutting to 170, that might be his you know, his strongest division in reality. So, right. but in a stand-up fight, like you said, Usman's stand-up has gotten exponentially better. I mean, now he's working with Trevor Whitman. His jab, like, is amazing. He put, he put Gilbert Burns down with his jab, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, he did. Yeah. I think, I think I agree. I would go with Usman, but, you know, we might see the best version of Khabib at 170. Mm. Plus, he knocked out Masvidal in his last fight, too. Right. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Striking. Yeah. So, for welterweight, I have, I want to see Jeff Neal, hands of mm. steel Neal versus yeah. Jorge. I think that's a good striking matchup. I'd like to see, you know, Neal's good footwork and head movement. I think that'd just be an exciting fight. Yeah, I probably would go with Jorge just on experience and toughness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. yeah, same. I'm gonna agree with that. I think Masvidal definitely would get it done on experience. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what a fun fight, nonetheless. I have a couple more welterweight fights. Sure. I got so, some Leon Edwards fights. So how about Leon versus Jorge? 
obviously the three piece in a soda thing. There's a story. There's a, there's some heat. I like to see that one. I think although Leon is probably the more well-rounded fighter, I think Jorge would probably be in his head. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, I think I'd lean towards Jorge in that one. I think Leon could outpoint him, but assuming it's a five round fight, I think, like I said, he got caught with Nate, but I think Masvidal will really put it on him a little more than as the fight continues to go on. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to lean towards Masvidal with a late finish if that fight happens. All right. How about Bilal Muhammad versus Leon? So I, obviously they, they had a fight recently, but unfortunately Leon poked Bilal in the eye bad and the fight had mm-hmm. to be stopped. What do you think about that one? It's another fight I'd be interested to see. It really a lot of just depends on how good Edwards is is towards these later rounds with some of these <laughs> fighters. You know, that last fight with, you know, Nate did kind of make me wonder. But I will lean towards Edwards on that one. Uh, just because some key victories he's had and everything and how good he did look, you know, against Nate overall before that. So I'll lean towards Leon in that one. I think I'd lean towards Bilal in that one. Just mm. stylistically, I think he would clinch and tire Leon out pretty quickly, you know, and then make it a dirty fight instead of, you know, staying on the outside and letting it be technical where Leon is the best. Now, I got middleweight. All right, just the fight I picked. Darren Till versus Paulo Costa. Now, I think it's interesting because Costa likes to bully people with his size and his strength. And I think Till is big enough where he could stand up with him. Mm -hmm. I think Till's technically a little better. And, man, I know he's had some tough fights here and there. But I don't know. I just feel like Till's going to be – I think the jury's still out, but I think he's going to get this done. And I think he's going to eventually continue to improve and make a run at this here. Just mentally, the way he talks and the way he seems so prepared when I listen to him. Whereas Paulo is almost the opposite for me. Like, he's super impressive. But mentally, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't see a guy who handled his loss very well with style. Right. Right. So Immediately making excuses, yeah. mm -hmm. So I I lean – Man, it'd be hard to put my money on Till given the past victories of Paul Acosta and everything. But I, I'm I think Till gets it done. You know, I think especially as time goes on in this fight game, Till's gonna be the one we'll see, you know, on top here. I agree. I, I and I would I'm sure I'm skewed and, and biased because mm-hmm. I, I like Till so much. I could see, you know, Costa walking through a few shots and catching Till sure. or something, but I, I imagine the fight playing out the way you said where he you know outpoints him until a point where it costs us tired hurts and maybe finishes him or wins a decision i agree you got any other middle no no, fights? no, no, no. all I right i, I got a one. few of these too so right. obviously we talked about this before i still want to see it hall versus style bender just for okay. stylistic fight. I don't care if it's not for a belt or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's in a park. I mean, I got to go style bender all day. On oh, that one, yeah, definitely. Me but too. It'd be, fun. it'd be fun. But it'd be a fun fight. And we were talking about Till. I want to see Till versus style bender too. Mm. Lead up for that fight would be great. Till's yeah. been calling him out, telling him he's coming for years. Also, stylistically, pretty good fight. I favorite style. Yeah. I favorite style bender in that one as well. Probably yeah. all of them. <laughs> and then another good matchup, you know, could could be a matchup for Till would be uh, Strickland, who just fought Hall. Yes, I think that that'd be a good next step, maybe Same. to you know get him 
on track and start a run towards the title. I yeah. think he wins that fight, but it's a good matchup for him. Yeah, Till actually versus Strickland and maybe Hall. It would be a couple of good fights to get him his feet wet if, you know, you were in charge of the career of Darren Till and you were trying mm-hmm. to promote him and get him, you know, the proper fights next. Oh, those would be two very good fights for him. Unfortunately, UFC isn't always in that business and <laughs> they might throw him with some bangers and he might get caught, you know? Yep. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm a, I'm a fan of Till. I'm glad we had him on the list there. Light heavyweight. I only got one, but I uh, got Tiago Santos versus Dominic Reyes. I think Tiago's been, you know, that grizzled veteran. He's got the wars. He's looked good. And Dominic looks like he struggled in his last few fights. But I still think he's going to come out of this all right. And I think if they fought right now, I think Dom could pull it off or even get the finish. I think that I think Tiago's also, you know, been through a lot of wars too. And I think that that might affect him coming up. But we'll see. I mean, it definitely. You know, it could go either way. Yeah, Dom has the good footwork, so mm. depends on his mental state. But I agree, I think I'd go with Dom as well in that fight. It's a good matchup, though. I have Yuri. Boy, I'm going to ruin this. Petraska. Yes. I don't know if you remember the guy, but he has the the top knot. And mm-hmm. he's, very, yes. he's very zen, and he's a, an exciting fighter. I'd like to see him versus anyone in the, the division, but Tiago Santos, I think, would be a good matchup, you know, fighting a big power puncher who can still you know still has good footwork and everything i favor yuri against almost anyone at this point you you know he could fight for the belt next and i think i'd favor him after his last few performances yeah interesting i mean i don't know about jan but i definitely think you're right i think the division's wide open Mm -hmm. right now and i definitely think that i like him getting it done against an anthony smith or a tiago so yeah I, I think, uh, so speaking of Anthony Smith, I have him and another fight. I'd like to see him versus Johnny Walker. Mm. Uh, Johnny Walker, the the super exciting, you know, flashy guy. I'd like to see him and all his flair versus the grizzled vet. You know, Anthony Smith can do it anywhere. So I'd like to see him kind of just shut Johnny Walker down. I think he might too right now. But mm-hmm. Walker could definitely catch him too. So it does make a yeah. fun fight. Anyone else you got? Nope, that's it. Okay, heavyweight. Uh, we picked one fight. It's a super heavyweight fight that everybody's potentially talking about and clamoring for. John Jones, Francis Nagano. I think, ah, uh, man, it's so hard to bet against John Jones, right? But yeah. I just think that, you know, unless John Jones, he's going to have to be a completely different fighter. I just think that power from the Francis Nagano is just. Ugh, it's so you know going to be so dangerous for John, mm-hmm. who gets hit. It's really tough. I mean, if you go later rounds, you'd probably be crazy not to favor John. But those early first couple rounds are going to be brutal. Man, maybe I should be picking Jones. Maybe this is biasness, but I don't know. I think that power is a difference maker, and I think Francis Nagano would get it done in round two. But yeah, I also have that fight on my list. Mm-hmm. I I think, like you said, John does get hit. Which you know we've said when we discussed before, but I, he's never been knocked out. But he hasn't felt Francis's power. No one can match that. Francis obviously he's not a great wrestler, but he did take Stipe down, who is you know the greatest heavyweight of all time. So I, I think maybe he continues to work on his wrestling. He can hold John at bay and touch him with something. He finishes him in the first or second round. I have I have a few fights at heavyweight, I think, because heavyweight's a fun division. So I want to see uh, Tom Aspinall versus Volkov. I think that's a good... Mm. I mean, it's it's quite the difference in rankings. I think Aspinall's like 12 or something like that, and Volkov's in the top five. But stylistically, I think that's a good matchup for him to get him closer to a title shot. It's hard. I think it's a pick-em fight, though. Volkov's good everywhere. 
Yeah. Espinal is mostly stand up, so it'd be it'd be a tough fight. But if he could get that, he could get up close to the to a title shot. I'd probably lean towards Volkov right now, but it's mm-hmm. definitely that'd be close. Next one I have is obviously I still want to see Lewis versus Ngannou too. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll always want to see that. I don't care how many times Derek Lewis loses or. You know, it doesn't need to be for a belt or anything. I just want to see those two swing at each other. Because we know he's got the power. He yeah. could get it, yeah. They, yeah, either one could knock, could knock the other one out. And we got really, you know, cheated on the first fight with Derek's back being hurt. And neither guy wanted to get knocked out, I guess. I, I don't even want to pick that one because I could be just whoever lands the first clean punch. And then I have another good matchup would be Derek Lewis versus Tai Tuovasa. So... Yeah, you gave me big, an idea or two. Go ahead. Yeah, big fan, big big fan of both guys. Obviously, similar matchup. It's I think it could be whoever lands the big punch first wins that fight. And I, you know, Ty Ty's not ranked in the top fifteen. I don't think so. He's mm-hmm. nowhere near getting that fight. But stylistically, good matchup for him. Both guys would be super funny. Good build up, probably. I'm trying to think, where does Nikita Krylov fight right now? Is he at heavyweight again? Yeah, I think so. I think he's somewhere in the middle of the rankings, middle of the top 15. I'd like to see him fight Ty. That'd be, that'd yeah, be that'd be a good matchup. That'd be a yeah. fun fight, yeah. Yeah. Just to see how like they bring it to him, because Nikita loves to finish or be finished kind of guy, so mm-hmm. is Ty. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I lean towards Ty, just because I think he's a little bigger and have that power, but... It's, it's hard with heavyweights, because... Like you're saying, it's whoever really could land the first punch, anyone could go down. Yeah, I know we didn't even put Stipe on this, but I think it's because we've seen Stipe have these fights, and so it's just a question now, do we do we get that Stipe Jones fight? And we just talked about that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. I think that's going to be it. No, uh, there's a card this weekend. We already talked about the main event, Jared Kennier versus Kelvin Gastelum. I think we're both leaning towards... Kenya, or are you leaning towards Gastelum in that one? I don't remember. Uh, I'm still flipping back and forth, but... I- I want Kelvin to win. Yeah. So, leaning yeah. towards Kelvin. Yeah, I want Kelvin to win, too. I think I said the last time that, yeah, Cran's going to have a fit that he knows that stuff to Ken here was going <laughs> to win. But I do think Ken here is going to pull it off. I just think he's looked pretty good for the most part, other than, you know, what happened with Whitaker. But I think that Jared Ken here is a guy to be watching for. Kelvin has also got his back against, you know, the cage or whatever. He's, I think, one in his last five he's one so he he needs this win otherwise he might be out the door right so mentally the pressure's on kelvin too Mm -hmm. so well we'll see all right fight fans that's gonna do it for this week dave chevy we're out see ya all right so that wraps us up for this week thank you again for listening to the working fans podcast so as always you can find us on twitter at fans working our facebook page is working fans wrestling pod we have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also that's working fans wrestling pod at gmail.com follow us on instagram working fans wrestling underscore pod and then as always please Continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 